Why, hello there, everybody. This is Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPEL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation or use that KPEL app chat. Log in. If you don't have the app chat, if you don't have the app, what are you doing? Go download it right now. KPEL 965. The app is where you can get all of our news, our traffic updates, like when things go crazy on I-10, as they have been all day. Uh, you get those traffic alerts, but more importantly, along with clicking and reading our stories and getting those news alerts, you can be part of the conversation on our shows, Acadiana's Morning News, my show, whatever show's on. You can send a message to that show. This little text message-looking icon in the upper right corner allows you to do that. Highly recommend that you do that. All right, so I want to talk about the media. I do. Um the media has been, I think, going a little overboard, even being uh, the typically biased media that it is. Let's start with, it's, it's actually all the border. Um, I think this is, it's a pretty interesting uh, thing. The, the border is what they're getting consistently wrong these days. So, you know, the other day, the Supreme Court ruled that uh, you couldn't bar federal, uh, federal, uh, Border Patrol agents from cutting down the razor wire that the state of Texas was putting up at the border to keep illegal aliens out. Uh, and Texas said, we're, y'all cut it down. We're going to put it back up. Immediately, the media started reporting that Texas was defying the Supreme Court when Texas was doing no such thing. And this false media narrative was allowed to persist. There were Democrats saying that uh, Joe Biden should uh, activate and nationalize the Texas National Guard in order to prevent them from defying the Supreme Court. That's not what they were doing. The Supreme Court's uh, ruling had nothing to do with what Texas could or could not do. Texas had sued to prevent them from cutting down the wire. A court said, yeah, you're right. The Supreme Court, ultimately, after it was all gone through, issued an emergency order saying you can't stop them from doing it. The court is still, the case is still in the courts. It is going to be a fight over what states can and can't do to protect themselves. But the media was spinning it as Texas is defying the Supreme Court. Note that the media said the Supreme Court banned abortion. The Supreme Court was taking away women's health care and that they were basically implying that that progressive states could defy the Supreme Court and hold and and, and pay for and and take part in abortion tourism. But when another state turns around and takes an action, the Supreme Court never said they couldn't do, but it bars illegal aliens from coming into the country. The media loses their minds. Democrats lose their minds. I don't think that's a coincidence. I think the media is, uh, they're, they're biased for certain, but they're also dumb. Um, because a lot of them don't know better. A lot of them don't, uh, they, they don't know how to read court cases, I guess, to understand that Texas wasn't mentioned in the decision, that the state of Texas the actions, they, they weren't mentioned in the court's ruling at all. And there was no opinion, there was no dissent. Because it was an emergency ruling, the Supreme Court's not going to do a big opinion dissent thing in an emergency ruling. They just issued their current ruling, and everybody's pretty sure it's going to go back to the Supreme Court at some point. Well, that's, that's what happened days ago. Here's what's happening today. The media is starting to craft a narrative about the Ukraine aid deal, which may also have a border deal. 
the Democrats really, really want Ukraine aid. And a lot of the GOP wants Ukraine aid as well. Conservatives who have questioned the blank check being given to Ukraine uh, are calling for something. And one of the things they want is to shut down the border because border cities are being overrun. Honestly, these two things should not be in the same bill, but we can also say blank checks to Ukraine shouldn't be happening either. So conservatives have pushed for it. There has been some work in the Senate on a deal. Well, now conservatives are saying, we're not going to support that deal. That deal is terrible. We're not going to do it. And the media narrative of the day is, well, the Republicans keep asking for it. And once a deal comes forward, once, once you know, their demands are met, now they turn with them. Their demands aren't being met. One of the big things that's out there from the summaries that have been read by senators, the, the actual language of the deal itself hasn't been released yet. But what we know from the folks who have looked in on the negotiations have seen the bullet points from it. One of the things is after 5,000 uh, crossings a day, we're going to shut it down. We're not, it's not shut it down now. It's shut it down after 5,000 a day. So let's just, in a week, 5,000 a day times seven, that's 35,000 in a week, four weeks in a month. That is, uh, uh, four weeks in a month, 23, uh, 230,000, uh, yeah, 230,000, uh, in a month. So in a year, uh, so yeah, 230,000, let's say roughly a quarter mil at that point. So times four is a million, there's three fours in 12 months. So 3 million a year. The deal would allow potentially 3 million illegals to come across in a year. 3 million non-citizens to come across in a year if that portion of the deal turns out to be correct. And conservatives are pointing out that that's stupid. And the media is like, I thought you wanted this. Why are people so dumb? Why are they so? I, I don't understand it. I don't. And I try not to do personal attacks like calling people dumb, but I. Honestly, I cannot figure out why people would be, no, shut the border down. You have already let thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions cross illegally. That we know of. We have a ton more gotaways. And yet, and yet, they want to keep it going. The Democrats want to keep it going. Part of it is, and they've admitted as much without meaning to, they hope for a demographic shift in the country, that if we can somehow get them in and then legalize them to where they will be American citizens and they can vote, that will be numbers for us in elections because they want that permanent political majority. It's not going to happen. But the other thing is this. The left really and truly believes that national borders are uh, remnants of colonialism, remnants of racist, imperialist policy from centuries past, and that national borders are inherently uh, racist. And we use national borders to keep out people of color that we don't like. And the fact of the matter is that we couldn't be further from the truth on that. 
National borders are about national security. We're trying to protect our citizens. We are trying to protect our nation, our national interests. And if you are flooding our border towns and you don't know everybody who's coming in, that is a huge security risk. Just yesterday, uh, Bill Malugin, who is a Fox News reporter, tremendous reporter when it comes to the border and immigration, uh, showed video on Twitter, I think it was yesterday, of some human trafficking SUVs pulled right on up to a portion of the fence that wasn't completely sealed off, dropped off people. There were Hispanics, uh, Mexicans, South Americans, uh, folks from all those countries. There were Chinese. There were others. All sorts of people who were just walking across the border from that area, and uh, the Border Patrol can't get to it all. There was one Border Patrol agent working that zone, according to Malusian's reporting. And the media is fine with it. The media is okay with it. I think that's a huge, huge problem. Blaine and Youngsville sending a message to the show. I'm getting 1.8 million at 5,000 times 365. Uh, yeah, maybe that's it. I'm not a math guy. I'm not a math. Let me let me go back and do my math properly because I, I may have – Blaine, you might be right. I may have screwed that up. But 1.8 million is still bad, right? Like that's, I think we can agree with that. Nearly 2 million – Illegal immigrants just crossing the border a year is not good. And but the thing is, we're we're getting more than that currently. Five thousand times three hundred and sixty-five, one point eight two five. Yeah, you're right. Uh still too much. Still too much. And that's again, that's encounters that we're aware of. That's not just, you know, every place along the border is man. No, that's that's people coming in at points of entry. That's not including gaps in the fence. That's not including uh, the people who sneak in. That is ports of entry. And after 5,000, they're, they're going to get rid of it. And, and the, uh, Mayorkas, has, I think it was Mayorkas, has already, somebody who had already said, no, we're not going to be standing at the gates with a clicker and counting the number of people that come through. That's ridiculous. So they're not even going to keep count. So how do you know they're going to stop at 5,000 uh, crossings a day? It's unrealistic. It is an unrealistic objective. And yet that's what they say is part of the deal that Republicans should pass because it's the first time they've gotten an immigration win. No, it's not. All right, let's take a break. 232-1542 is the number. Use the KPL app chat like Blaine, like Rob, who says, honest question, who holds the media accountable? It seems where they seems like they get away with opinionated bias on a regular basis and nothing was ever done. You're right. We need to find some way to hold them accountable. Back with the Joe Cunningham Show in just a moment right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Hey, welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation or use that KPEL app chat. Uh, get to uh, some of those chats in just a sec, but I do want to mention our good friends, Acadiana's number one Chevy dealer for nine years in a row, talking, of course, about Service Chevrolet in Lafayette. twelve twelve Ambassador Caffrey, they're just around the corner. Uh, glad to have them sponsoring our 5 o'clock news cruise. If you have any sort of automotive needs whatsoever, I highly recommend you go check them out either at the lot, maybe not now because it is late in the day, but check them out online. ServiceGM.com, you go there, you can see everything they offer. It's not just the new and used cars, although they have new inventory coming in daily, 
that you can always go and check out when they put online or see there on the lot. Uh, but if you if you need parts and service, they've got that right there. Uh, Body Shop, Collision Center, Fine Line, Custom Auto, they've got the wash. I know we've gotten a lot of rain recently. I understand, but maybe as, as things things dry up again, things get a little dusty, you take your car over to the wash. Fantastic idea. Highly recommend it. Now, you can stop by and check out their huge selection today at 1212 Ambassador Caffrey and Lafayette, right around the corner from the station here. Shop online at servicegm.com and really take a look at Louisiana's largest selection of Chevrolets. Absolutely, you should do it. Go check them out. Servicegm.com. Find new roads. Service Chevrolet. All right. If you're looking for dinner, I'm going to recommend Pizza Amore, but don't just like don't don't just take my word for it. If you go to seizethedeal.com, seizethedeal.com, make sure you're in the Lafayette market when you do. They have an e-voucher for Pizza Amore in Karen Crow. You get a $15 e-voucher for just $7.50. Pizza Amore is one my kids like. My kids also, they also uh they like La Pizzeria here in Lafayette. You go to seize the deal. If you're not not in Karen Crow, maybe you're in Lafayette. $10 gets you a $20 e-voucher to La Pizzeria. There's lots of great deals on Seize the Deal. If you go check it out, you won't be disappointed at everything that there is available there. All right, we're going to take this break. When we get back, we have a special guest in the studio. Uh, we have Ryan Wheeler with the Boys and Girls Club of Acadiana to talk about their latest fundraiser. It's the Crawfish Crawl. We'll have that and more here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5. KPL. stick around. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Uh, very excited uh, about our next guest. Okay, so joining us in the studio today, we have Ryan Wheeler, who is the president of the Boys and Girls Club of Acadiana. Uh, I have some experience with y'all. I was a teacher for a while, so I had students who, who knew of or utilized the services of the Boys and Girls Club. But for those who don't know, what exactly is the Boys and Girls Club of Acadiana? Yeah, so the Boys and Girls Clubs of Acadiana is a 501c3 nonprofit that serves kids after school and during the summer. So kids come to us for a safe place to go. They get hot meals. And then we do everything from homework help to giving them opportunities that they can take part of and grow to be productive, responsible, caring citizens. And there's a lot of work that goes into running an organization like this one. Uh, and you guys are obviously always in need of, of volunteers, people to work with you, holding events, fundraising, stuff like that. Uh, it's From what I can tell, you guys have one of those types of things underway. So can you, can, can you tell us a little bit about this crawfish crawl? I can. About 30 years we did the, the, the duck race. If you remember yeah. the Great Acadiana Running of the Ducks. We've yes. sunsetted that event and wanted to bring something new to the community. So we have um, started a crawfish crawl. It's mm-hmm. the same raffle. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. You win a car. There's cash prizes. Um, we just changed it to have a little crawfish mm-hmm. um, named Claudia Pinchington. Okay. Yes. And um, it's a $5 raffle ticket. You can get $25, six chances, $100 for 25 chances. You can win a 2024 Nissan Sentra mm-hmm. from Giles Gives Back. Wow. $1,500 from Badly Beck State Farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a year's worth of Sonic. 
um, and other great prizes. So it's a really easy way to give back to the community and to help the kids who need us most. Yeah. Uh, I think that part is probably the most important part. I've, I've talked a lot about it on my show is just we need to, as a society, do everything that we can for our kids. They are the future, all that kind of cliche type stuff, but it is very much a true thing. And I know, again, I know several kids who have gone to the Boys and Girls Club who have talked about it being such a great and positive experience for them. Just in your experience, I mean, how transformative can that be in a child's life? I mean, I I tell the staff all the time, it's really the little things. Mm -hmm. It's the consistency of the staff showing up every day. It's making sure that they have a hot meal, uh, making sure that their homework's done. You know, 65% of the families are single-parent households. Mm -hmm. So, you know, mom, grandma's usually working, and the kids – they need somebody to help them in that a- in the afternoon. So when they come to us, we make sure they're on a good foot for school the next day. Yeah. You know, if they're having any mental health struggles, we have lots of resources. We work with tons of community partners mm-hmm. to make sure that we're addressing the needs of our kids. And ultimately, the goal is for them to stay in our community and give back. Yeah. We want them to be good citizens, but we want them to be employed here. And we want our businesses to be able to hire good workers. So mm-hmm. we do a lot in that way to make sure that they're um, they're ready for the work world. And you know, looking at an event like this, I mean, you raise the money in a raffle like this. What all, you, you kind of hinted at some of in terms of providing hot meals, having these folks who come, staff that come in and work, but what all does the money go toward in, in terms of like the day-to-day stuff for these kids? I mean, just what you said, the mm-hmm. staff. I mean, we don't have volunteers on a regular basis mm-hmm. running programs for the reason we need consistency. So, yeah. um, you know, the staff, the programs, the program supplies that we need, um, the meals come from Second Harvest, who is a great partner to us. Um, but it's just all those opportunities, whether it's field trips. We took a group of teens to New Orleans. They got to go to wow. the the UL game and go on the field, and mm-hmm. they went to NOLA um, STEM Day just to have some experiences that they may not have gotten. Uh, I think there were about 13 kids who had never been out of Lafayette mm-hmm. that we took to New Orleans. So those types of opportunities just open their eyes and um, and let them dream a little bit about what they want to be and what they can be. And that's to me, I think that's probably the biggest thing is getting those kids those that experience giving them that knowledge of just what all the, there is for the world to, for them to be able to go out and succeed. And again, you, all you guys are, are really hoping for is that these kids will turn around, they'll stay in the community, and they'll kind of pass it along, right? Yeah. And a lot of these kids, you know, they hear, um, you're supposed to go to college, right? Yeah. Like, you should go to college. Mm-hmm. And they say that, like, I want to go to college, but they have no idea what that means. Right. They're not ready to take the ACT. They don't know about financial aid. And so we're able to supply that to them so that college isn't just a word. It's an actual vision that they have. You know, we take them on college tours so they can see campuses and be on a campus. So um, there's lots of opportunities that are provided to them um, way out of what they normally would have um, on a regular basis. So without the clubs, you know, I fear for what, you know, our society would be like. Who's supporting the kids? Yeah. And I, I, Again, I cannot uh, stress enough how much organizations like Boys and Girls Club of Acadiana, they just work wonders for a lot of these kids. Um, You mentioned single-parent families. We know that socioeconomic status plays a big role oftentimes in the success of kids. And so to have that extra reinforcement, have that safety net for them, I know is a huge thing. It is. And, and, you know, economically disadvantaged children certainly come to us, but we are for all kids. 
you know, no matter what, you could have two parent household and you still need help with homework mm -hmm. or you want to have some social and emotional, you know, you, you want to be around friends. You want to just have fun. I mean, kids come to us for all different reasons. And so um, we just want to make sure that we're open and available for them wherever we can be. And, um, you know, giving back to this raffle, mm -hmm. the, the proceeds go to the kids. Yeah. I mean, our expenses are very minimal on this uh, raffle. So anything that you can give, uh, we certainly appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. And once again, want to recommend that everybody support this event, not just because you get an opportunity for a great prize, but also because you're actually helping kids. So once again, where where can they go to, to find and buy a raffle sure. ticket for the Crawfish Crawl? Yeah, so there's multiple places. You can go to any Gulf Coast bank. Mm -hmm. You can go to Evangeline Bank. Mm -hmm. You can go on our website, which is bgcacadiana.com. You can text BGCA to 50155. And any participating crawfish restaurants, if you see a poster around town or a yard sign, we're going to have QR codes everywhere. So you won't be able to get away from us. That's awesome. Uh, uh, thank you very much for coming in and, uh, and for really just yeah, again, this is really kind of a holy mission in terms of helping the kids of our community. So I'm really, really thankful to have you. Uh, Ryan Wheeler with uh, Boys and Girls Club of Acadiana. Thank you very much. Thanks so much. All right, we're going to take this break. We'll be back to wrap up the show. It's the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Uh if you want to be part of the conversation, uh, use the KPL app chat. Thanks very much to Ryan Wheeler with uh, the Boys and Girls Club of Acadiana for coming in. Uh, I, I, Y'all, I, I really have, uh, I've, I've worked with students who have been able to utilize Boys and Girls Club, even just for, you know, getting some help with homework and also just having a place to go and be able to make social emotional connections. Those are so important for, uh, for kids in school, definitely. Um, I want to switch gears a little bit. Um, so we had good economic numbers come out on Friday and they were objectively, they were good. It, it looks like the economy is starting to heal a little bit. A lot of folks though are still feeling the effects of inflation. Inflation is still at 2%. Prices are still going up. When people say inflation is going down, a lot of what people are trying to kind of sweep under the rug is they try to make you think that prices are going down, and they're not. And it's kind of a misleading thing by a lot of people who report this as uh, the, the falling interest rate. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, falling uh, inflation rate as a good thing. But there's other signs that we still have an unstable economy. There's still some things that are not looking good for the economy. On the one hand, inflation's going down. Wages are now outpacing inflation. That is a good thing. There's a report in Bloomberg. U.S. job openings rise to three-month high, but fewer workers are quitting. So those job openings are going to remain open. There's not as much workforce going in to take those jobs. But at the same time, a lot of companies are cutting back a lot. There's a lot of the workforce getting cut from some major companies. A lot of them being tech companies, too, which I find very interesting. Here's the latest list of layoffs over the last three months. Twitch, which is an online streaming service, 
is cutting off 35% of its workforce or has laid off 35% of its workforce. Hasbro, the toy company, 20% of its workforce. Spotify, a music streaming service, 17%. Levi's, they make jeans, good jeans, 15% of its workforce. Xerox, 15% of its workforce. Qualtrics, 14% of its workforce. Wayfair, 13% of its workforce. Duolingo, 10% of its workforce. The Washington Post, 10% of its workforce. eBay, 9% of its workforce. Business Insider, 8% of its workforce. Charles Schwab, 6%. Macy's, 4%. BlackRock, 3%. Citigroup has laid off 20,000 employees. UPS has laid off 12,000 employees. Pixar has laid off 1,300. Salesforce has laid off 700. American Airlines has laid off 650 employees. Today's announcement of large layoffs at UPS was the first in the shipping industry. Cost cutting has become a priority for a lot of companies in the wake of economic uncertainty. Those, that's usually a big indicator that something wicked this way comes. While Wall Street is kind of happy and economists are kind of happy, a lot of this shows some worries still in the background. People are not sure that they're going to meet their goals by quarters in, by year end. They're worried. A lot of folks in the C-suites around Wall Street, around these big companies, again, tech companies with these massive layoffs, that's a big deal. That is a very big deal. The layout, and, and tech is where a lot of these layoffs started. Tech has always been very bloated. And those layoffs started in the tech industry, and part of it really came uh, when the interest rates started going up. A lot of the tech sector likes to uh, likes to take out a loan against its uh, a tech company takes out loans against itself basically, and uses that for reinforcement purposes. Well, as interest rates start going up, they can't do that near as much, and so. Now they're stuck with with debt on these loans they've taken out. And so they're having, in order to make ends meet, they're having to do these massive layoffs. But now, again, I mentioned a lot of tech, but not just tech. Hasbro, Levi's, uh, Washington Post, Business Insider. I guess you could say they're a tech company because they're mostly an online uh, news outlet. Uh, Charles Schwab, Macy's, BlackRock, Citigroup. Um UPS, American Airlines, beyond the tech sector now. It's it's pretty important. Okay, so I, I want to mention a couple of sponsors real quick. First of all, we've got our friends, the Lafayette Dentist, uh, Dr. Danielle Deku and Associates. They are my dentist. If you're looking for a dentist to go to, you haven't been in a while, maybe you've got some tooth pain, maybe you just want to go get things clean because you hadn't done it in a while, no judgment here. Just go check them out, thelafayettedentist.com. Check out online everything they can do for you. Guarantee they can help you, and they can start doing the work as soon as your first visit, that first consultation. That's the earliest. And even if not, they can get you back in pretty quickly to start getting the work done. I promise, because they did that with me. Go check them out, thelafayettedentist.com. Dr. Danielle Deku and Associates, they're my dentist. They can be your dentist as well. Tell them I sent you. Let them know that uh, you heard it here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I also want to mention, if you haven't been yet, but you're starting to feel hungry, or maybe you're starting to make some dinner plans 
a little down the road. Market Eats has two locations here in Lafayette. And they're both great. Lafayette and Broussard. All local, all original recipes, cooked fresh when ordered. They've got an excellent bar, great craft cocktails, frozen drinks, espresso martinis, local brews, reserve wine list, all of it right there for you. And one of my personal favorites, Sunday brunch. I'm a brunch guy. I'm a millennial. I guess it's just part of it. But I am a brunch guy, and Market Eats has a fantastic opportunity for you. Their recipes and dishes were created by their owner, Brian McLean. They, it's delicious, guys. Go check them out. Market Eats, Lafayette, and Bruce Hart. All right, you guys have a fantastic evening. I've got to go watch some high school basketball. It's senior night, some kids that I have coached before. It's their, it's their last home game in the regular season. I want to go check them out. You guys have a great day. Talk to you again soon. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show. Email uh, Joe at redstate.com. The podcast is going up shortly, so be sure if you are subscribed to it, you can give it a listen later. Also give it a rating and a review if you get it through Spotify, Apple, or wherever, uh, just to help the algorithm kind of get in front of more eyes. You know, we want the show to grow. You guys have a fantastic day. Talk to you tomorrow here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.